What up? Welcome to a podcast with Mo. I am Mo. This is episode 267. On this episode, I'm joined by It's Your Boy H2. Uh, we talk about the Patreon, merch shop, music, QAnon, the story of Ronald H. Bumpin', end of days, aliens, magic talk, movie messages, and a whole bunch of other crazy shit. Thanks for checking us out. podcast with Mo. What up? Uh, gotta tell y'all about some shit that might get us a little money. That shit would be patreon.com slash a podcast with Mo. You go there, give a dollar more a month, you get early access to the podcast. The last episode, people actually got, actually the last two weeks, Snappy's episode, you have received Literally an hour after it was recorded. I mean, this is the freshest of the fresh. So um, that's some shit you're into. Um, big shout out to the co-producers of the podcast who are my mother, Hurricane Haynes, Marshall, the Dharma Initiative Bear, itjaboyh2.com, and Jackie Daytona. You know, keeping us going here. Uh, whole reason the podcast exists. As soon as we lose the patrons, it's all over. Just so y'all know. Um, also, we have a merch shop. Shop.spreadshirt.com slash podcast mug. You can go there and get your cool podcast shirt or a podcast mug. Anything like that. Also, I'm going to put both those links like I do every fucking episode uh, in the description. So click that shit if you need to. Um, all right. This week, I am calling a returning guest. Goes by It's Your Boy H2. Uh, maybe I should just call him H2, but I really like the full name of It's Your Boy H2. And uh, as y'all heard, he is a patron as well. Um, so anyway, uh, last time we talked a little conspiracy stuff, so I'm assuming we'll do that a little bit as well. Might talk about his music. You know, we'll just we'll just see what happens. So anyway, let's give him a call. Um, so how's it been, man? Man, just been busy, dude. Busy doing so much music. Yeah, how much? I mean, what's all? That's I think definitely what we should start on. So, like, what uh, what all you got working at the moment? All right, so I uh, when I talked to you in March, I think I had already had I had Ant Man done, so I know I was already on Thrice Greatest. Well, since Thrice Greatest, I dropped that after I'd sent you Ant Man. I dropped Thrice Greatest, and then I dropped Lighting Up. And today I just dropped Terminal Illness Part Two. So, and are those albums, EPs, or just songs? Albums. Okay. Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah. So uh, there's pretty much. I mean, I push singles here and there. Like I did push. Like I showed you the. I sent you the video for Don't Leave Me. That's a single for Terminal Illness Two. Um, that single is which I also did another video for a song called Frowning Clown, where I used clips from the Joker movie. Right. For for that. So I mean, I, I don't do a lot of single releasing. I'm usually just I usually just hammer a project out and then I'm on to the next one. Right. Out so the only time I've really ever done singles um, or if they're like, they're not really freestyles, but like if I have a collection of just verses and I just grab them all and throw them on a random beat, sometimes I'll do that and I'll put the word flows at the end of the song and I'll upload that. But in general, I don't normally do singles myself either. I don't know what, like I'm okay if people do, I just, I don't know. It's weird. I don't, I don't like it myself. Yeah, I can understand that. I mean, I just, 
I don't know. I've I've had moments where I've released singles, like and especially when you're doing the streaming thing. When you're doing streaming, then it it, it works a little bit better that way. Because right. you're you're pushing that one song and it's and it's easier to promote it because it's just one song. But whenever you're pushing a whole project, then you know, you gotta find the right promoters that are gonna promote the whole project and not only one song. Right. So for sure. I mean, I, I definitely enjoy the streaming stuff. You know, I put, you know, all my stuff on there, but uh, it is easier to push one song when you have a single. But I just find and, and I mean, because those are all great points. I just always myself think of like, ah, oh, people get so bored of the song so fast. But then again, like that's kind of how it works anyway. So probably Dude, shouldn't harp this, on it. This new single, the one that I sent you the video for people like my partner called me. After I released the video, he called me at like three in the morning and he was like, man, I cannot get this song out of my head. He was like, I don't know what it is about this song, but I cannot get it out of my head. And then everybody else was telling me they were like, yeah, this song really has replay value. So, you know, that um, that felt good. And I, it's it's approaching 3000 views so far. So and are you just pushing that on YouTube? Is that like your goal with this one or just because it has a video? Yeah, just because it has a video. The video is everything, really. Right. Um, cause, cause you have to watch the video, and you have to. It's basically the biggest meme possible. The song is connected to all the pictures, so when you're watching the pictures, you're looking at the pictures, and you know what it's from. But then you're also hearing the song, and you're hearing what I'm saying. So everything is connected. Right. Yeah. I always want to make videos, um, you know, for all my songs. I just never do because I'm lazy. Um, <laughs> if I had to be real honest and, you know, I just do a lot of other shit, you know, and it's like, ah, when am I going to have the time? But I really could. So I have made one little video for, you know, when the what's popping song blew up and everyone fucking done a version. I was like, well, I have to do something and spit on that. So when I did that, I did have like pictures popping up on the video to like reference things I was saying. And I do think that helps people understand your punchlines a lot better, you know? So I do yeah. think there's a lot of benefit or even a lyric video helps a lot, but I made one lyric video for just one verse and it took me like, fucking over an hour and i was like god damn this i can't be doing this shit so if i start breaking down if i start breaking down the stuff that's in the video you'll be like holy fuck like how is this so intricate but it really is it's ridiculously intricate to the point where i'm solving murders in the song so that's how that's how intricate it is right well i mean i liked on uh ant-man you know everything was about like Anthony shit. Anthony, exactly. So that was pretty Which, fun. And that's my name. And like, so that's why it makes such a point. Like, even when I say the mass singer, my name is Anthony Brown. So the name of the mass singer was Antonio Brown. Right. So that even incorporates my last name. So it, it all it's all connected, man. Just like we talked about before, it's all connected. And I'm fixing to show you like, we're fixing to talk about how really interconnected all this shit is. And it gets so deep that, I mean, before, before we even use the term rabbit hole, I am the rabbit hole. Like I know everything that, that needs to be known as far as like true shit. So it's it's crazy. And I guess we'll just go ahead and get it out there in the open if you want to. Sure. Go for it. Um 
we talked about it before. We talked about the Q and the Anons. Right. Yeah. And I will no. say, since you've been on, I did watch, uh, there's this documentary on HBO Max and I watched all that because I've, I've just always been in the Q stuff as from like an outsider perspective of like, oh, this right. is all very interesting. And I listened to all this stuff and to, to my friends who are like super against it, you know, because I have those two. I'm just like, I don't know. There's probably like a couple things that are true in there, but I don't really think everything's true because I think a lot of it is some crazy shit. But uh, I watched the the documentary Into the Storm. I think is what it's called, something like that. And I thought it was pretty interesting. And it did make me think the guy who started 8chan or whatever the guy was. It makes me seem mm-hmm. like he rather is Q or pretends to be Q sometimes to help get his website some viewers or something you know I don't know that's kind of how I came away from it but anyway I just want to throw out that is what I've learned since you've last been on here or I've watched well I'll go with the biggest bomb to drop on you and then you're going to be like okay wait a minute how do we even get to this so I am <laughs> let, let me put it this way I'm I am intelligence I am art official intelligence the word art the word official intelligence and i basically gather what what's happened through movies music all these things that's what i've been doing for the past um several months i've been gathering information about what's really happened through history because history likes to repeat itself just like a woman So that um, so when I say I'm artificial intelligence, I say I'm IQ. IQ. The Q drops are referring to Q. They're not by Q. Gotcha. Kind (laughs) of. Well, Q is 17. Seven plus one is eight. H is eight. So. I'm pretty much tearing apart everything right now. Like I'm already on Telegram tearing it apart. So is Telegram a website? I'm not real familiar. Telegram app. It's oh, a messaging app. messaging app, like where you can just basically start a group and just go, you know, line for line as far as like post for post, different things. Like old school forum style, I'm guessing. Yeah, kind of like that. It's an app, though, so it's like it's pretty open. But I just got pissed off because people stopped um, letting me post links. But everybody loves to everybody loves to capitalize the H and everything. So I'm like, oh, okay. well, I guess I'll just go ahead and start my own group. And that's also why I did my podcast the other day. Oh, yeah. Um, I was curious about that. Uh, What's what's all your whole what's your podcast shit? Um, it's about my entire life from, uh, from when I was born all the way up until now. So, and it, and it intertwines between, um, what I've done musically and what I've done recently. And I get into a lot of things. I get into the, the spiritual aspect of everything and, um, what I've discovered by reading the book of John. And um, it's something that people will definitely want to hear. They'll definitely want to hear, especially after they hear me talk on here. They're going to be like, "Okay, well, yeah, we need to check that out because and it's all free. So, you know, I don't my thing is what I just said is like. If I'm doing it for free, why would I lie when there are people out there lying to you to make money? So, right. Um, 
Well, what's the name of the podcast? Uh, it's the story of Ronald H. Bumpin. Ronald H. Bumpin? Like Bumpin, yeah. P U M P I N. Gotcha. Uh, just want to make sure you know we get out there. It's at Hulkshare. Hulkshare.com backslash it's your boy H2. Oh, so you're not, are you going to put it on like a podcast feed? No, no, because I tried to do that and it didn't really work out for me. So I was like, well, it's on Hulkshare and I've gotten, I've gotten hundreds of thousands of plays on Holt share before like i've got one song on there that's got almost two hundred thousand plays my uh sucker for pain remix right yeah i've so, never never heard of Holt share either you're on all these websites i've never heard of um well i think you should try getting an rss feed you know i'm a big proponent of podcasts have an rss feed you know you can get on anchor i think for free you just upload it and yeah i don't know i never used anchor myself and i do pay for my hosting um because you know what fuck it <laughs> that's where i'm at but uh Anyway, I'm just saying, I think you should get it out there. Do the podcast right is how I, I mean. I mean, I guess it's still it is what it is. It's just to me, it's not a podcast. You know, what you're doing is more of like an audio diary if it's a collection, which is still cool. It's just, you know. Yeah, it's really just me talking. And that's just like my dad got me a new mic and said, you know, you need to just start talking. Right. And I said, all right, well, now I'm just going to start talking then and let people hear me. And uh, surprisingly enough, over 100 people have already listened to it. And it's five hours worth of material so you know that um and i mean i pretty much did it all in like 12 hours time right so and is it so it's just you talking because i could see it'd be cool if you had like weaved in some music in there you know yeah if i had weaved in some music it would have been longer so and i kept every episode at an hour and it's like i'm just kind of I'm going off the cuff. I did it with no script. I I basically, the only scripted part is where I'm actually reading scripture. So. <laughs> and what is it about the book of John that's like interesting? Well, well, it's not what interests me. It's what was given to me whenever I, I never read the Bible. So whenever I was um, sent to the mental hospital in 2019, because I was having an experience where I felt like everything was talking to me and everything was, it was moving a a weird way. So I, um, and I'd actually suffered some, some traumatic experiences beforehand. So then when I went to the, the mental hospital, uh, somebody that was a fellow rapper handed me a book of Psalms, the new Testament Psalms. And he said, start reading at John. I said, okay. So I started reading and I instantly started marking all these words and all these phrases and all these things that I that I knew of. And before I knew it, I had the whole the whole book, that whole part of the book just marked up with things like the word Marvel or Accord or um, I don't have the book in front right. of me. Yeah, so many interest you. Right. Things that I know of, things that I've seen, bands that I've heard of, uh, phrases, people, my own stuff, my own material, just to see, just like I was just instantly like a madman, just marking all these things and really didn't understand completely why until this year. Well, last year, last year, whenever I came back from the hospital a second time, then I realized why I marked all these things and like what some of it even meant. Like, I mean, the word accord, 
when you look at the word Accord, you think Honda. Honda, the logo is an H. Um, you get Marvel. Marvel as far as comics. DC, you mark the word Martha. Batman v Superman. Why would you say that name? Superman and Batman both have the same mom's name, Martha. All these things have been screamed at us because the big reveal is, is that we're all part of the creator or God or Ron, however you want to call it. So the creator, we're all part of the creator. Ergo, when we do something creative, that is us speaking. That's the creator speaking out through us, almost like a vessel. So anytime something's happening in the media or something happens in movies or music, lyrics, anything, that is the creator speaking out to you. Especially if you get to a moment where like something gives you chills and you're like, and we've already talked about the chills. The chills are spiritual downloads. They're not, they're not chills. So, um, that, that is where we're at now well, as far as that's where I'm at now. Oh, there's like a lot of music and movies and TV. So that, but they say like the exact opposite things though. So like, exactly. how, how do you reconcile? Like, if you're like, well, this is a message from the creator, but then you go and listen to two things that are exactly opposite. How would both of those things be a message from the creator? Well, because in a lot of cases, truth is said in jest and you invert horror. Like in scary movies and stuff, you invert the story and you make it. You basically invert it. If you if you just really want to be all the way real about it, the, the story, it you invert it. Where it's a bunch of kids attacking a clown. Not an evil clown, just a clown in general. So. Um. And it's hard to like, it's hard to unpack all this stuff without like, I have. Right. Like, cause you have like basically years of you looking into this and it kind of builds no, on it. Actually just months. Oh. I've had to learn all this stuff in just a few short months because I had to do a freestyle that was out loud as like a transmission outside of the earth. So. Well, that sounds crazy. I know. Right. Yeah. I mean. I, I understand the whole like I mean I real quick because you said you need to go to the mental hospital and because things were talking to you or whatever one of my or like basically my best friend growing up um, you know I kind of hold a grudge against him because whenever I introduced him as my best friend when I was in college he was like we're not best friends but it's because he by then had kind of gotten bipolar and stuff um, but he has like a little bit of schizophrenia that runs through his family and he went through this thing when we were seniors in high school and started doing some drugs where he was always talking about how like certain shit was giving him signs and it was like I kind of entertained it because you know we were doing drugs together um but it did lead to eventually like he had to be in a in a place or whatever for a little bit um so anyway that's what it, it reminded me of so like whenever you're saying things are talking do you mean like inanimate objects are talking or like to him for instance no. he would like see a bird on a on a woman's uh lawn right and he'd be like that's a red bird and then he would look over and be like red car thunderbird like i don't know it was like things would start connecting for him and then he would come yeah. up with crazy stuff yeah yeah, things connect. Things connect, but not like not like inanimate objects talking to you. Not like that. Like how the creator talks. The creator talks to you through letters and numbers. So once you know 
the numbers and you know the alphabet, alpha, bet, get it? Um, alpha and omega. Right. Yeah. I, I know the whole Greek alphabet because I was in a fraternity and that's you have to memorize it. So I'm from, I actually know the whole, I know all of them in order. Right. But a lot <laughs> of people don't realize a lot of people don't realize when they say the word alphabet that the word alpha is in the word alphabet. Well, it stands for alpha beta because beta is the number two letter. So, um, but that's what it's from. Alpha as far as like for gods, for alpha and omega. Well, that's just the first and the last letter in the that's like saying A and Z. Is A all, to Z, exactly. Right. So like that's what my first rap name was. My first rap name was Hayes. So it was H A Z E. So um that's what I talk about in the in the podcast. I talk about how I've always been predisposed to uh follow the letter H. Right. I mean I'm the same way with the letter A. Now I think it's because my name begins with two A's. Um, but like, I really enjoy the letter A aesthetically. Like, I'm just a big fan of it. Right, right, right. And I mean, the A is like an H, except it's connected. Right. They are very similar. Yeah. So, um, it's just the H is in a lot of logos. You see it in a lot of logos, and it it has it has that. Um, well, it's I so mean, symmetrical. Like, I mean, all four corners yeah, of it are. And depending on how you write it, it looks like two eyes. It looks like two eyes connected. It can look like a bridge. It can look like a ladder. It can look like, I mean, H is eight. Eight is infinity. Figure eight. Yeah, I mean, I saw, and this is kind of random, but I was behind a truck the other day that was like a landscaping business, and it began with an H. It would be like Howard's Landscaping or Howard's Construction, let's say it was construction, and it looked like a hammer was inside the eight, like notching out the H's, you know, was made out of hammers, and I was like, that's pretty cool. Exactly. The same way as like I just drove by a eye care company the other day and uh, the facility and it was called Hughes. And right there on the H was an I right there in the middle of the H. Right. Yeah. So like there's much emphasis put on the H because that is the creator in you putting the emphasis on the H. Do you think maybe have you ever watched the movie The Number 23? Oh, yeah. With Jim Carrey. Yeah. Of course. I mean, I love that movie. Well, uh, Internal Sunshine, The Spotless Mind was like my favorite movie when I was in high school. That was like my douchey, like, I fucking love that movie. And I do, but, you know, because it was like all artsy and shit. But anyway, after that movie, the number 23 came out and I watched it. And yeah, I started like everything did have to do with the number 23. And so to me, sometimes I think if you're looking for stuff, uh, it'll make it that way. Like, I remember being in our gym in high school and counting the rafters. And there were 23 rows of rafters. And then it was like I started adding up my Social Security number and shit was adding up to 23. And I was like, add, you know, I'm born on the 23rd day of the year. And I was like, oh, my God, you know, like everything is 23. I was going crazy, bro. Exactly. Because like my my thing is H. Right. So like my birthday is 1124. So four plus two is six. Six plus one is seven. Seven plus one is eight. So. There you go. That's same thing. Same thing as like what you just told me. Right. So, um, basically, um, like my numbers are a certain kind of way. Like, like my dad's favorite number is 43. So, and that's for Richard Petty for NASCAR. Richard Petty is, uh, called the King. Right. So, 43 plus 43 equals 86, which equals the year I was born. So that's just an interesting little thing. And then I also follow Dennis Rodman's jersey numbers. And um, his jersey numbers are 10, 91, 73, and 70. 
So the funny thing about that is, is that his first two jersey numbers were 10 for his first two teams. Then on the Bulls, he was 91. Well, 9 plus 1 still equals 10. And then when he was on the Lakers, he was 73. Well, 7 plus 3 still equals 10. Right. I mean, I have a math degree, and so I do like numbers quite a bit. And and number theory is one of my favorite subjects of it. And I am also very hung up on... um, I really enjoy the number 19, 28, 37, 46, 55, 64. Like, because those add up to, like, I, I'm predisposed for whatever reason to always enjoy those. And it's the way I think my brain works when I'm, when I'm doing math or whatever. But I, I do think these are all just like, not coincidental. I mean, they're obvious things because they are how the universe works and how we've set up the alphabet and we've set up, uh, you know, the Arabic numeral system of mod 10 math, you know, like that. It's just how all this stuff works. But I don't know if it necessarily means anything. You know, I do think it is all interesting, but I'm still like, I don't know if it means anything or if it's just like, oh, that's pretty cool. Well, I'll tell you what. So you notice how do you notice how everybody speaks in letters, especially more here than than ever as far as like, like acronyms and shit using the letter C for the word C. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And people being lazy. Right. All that shit. Yeah. So that's how that's how the creator speaks. So when you see those things and you start seeing things like. If you if you. There's like a there's literally a meme that's on Facebook right now where they're passing it around and it says only a father knows this. And the meme is like seven or eight different letters all lined up. C C D D D D D D D D D. So yeah. you basically have to. You were looking at that, and each letter you're connecting a word to each letter. Right. Yeah. yeah I, I remember like a year ago, one of those came out. It was a real perverted one, and I instantly could read it, and it was like twenty letters long, and I was like, "Holy fuck! How did I do that? It was crazy." Exactly. Yeah. Because that is that is how the creator speaks to you. Well, that the creator is was that. saying some dirty shit in that one. Yeah, he is. He's dirty minded. <laughs> he is minded. He's not. This isn't. Everything that we have been taught, that's what I told you on the last show, everything that we've been taught, 80% of it has been inverted. Right. I mean, like, I'm not religious, you know, so you don't have to tiptoe around being against, you know, saying things aren't exactly how the Bible says, you know, I'm not one of those people that will get offended. Right, exactly. Well, nothing is like the Bible says. The Bible is exactly what I said on my uh, post that you saw where I said that it's just a playbook. It's just a book of plays that has held us, that has kept us enslaved for centuries. I don't think it was helpful at certain times, you know, it told people like, hey, shit away from where you eat, you know, stuff like that. Um, but I mean, we all know how to be good people. We know how to be like we know not to kill people, you know, like we know not to not to do some of the you know, we know not to do fucked up shit. It, it goes without saying. Well, like society does. Yeah. I mean, I think individual um, people, when you, you, know, you go to the wilds of the pe- person, you know, they'll do some shit. But yeah, society in general, we understand. We are, we've come to that concept. Well, what it's been is it's been it's been darker, evil forces over us. It hasn't been like what they did with COVID was that they tried to create COVID and they wanted Christians to believe that revelations was coming, that that the end of days was coming. They wanted to freak Christians out. It's all oh, the end of days is coming. Oh, we gotta, we gotta board up our house. We gotta do this. We gotta do this. God's mad at us. God's mad at us. Yeah, but- what, what in your mind? What in your mind makes you believe that God would be mad at you? That's the question. That's the real question that that has been right. posed. Well, 
I would say through evangelicals, they get on TV and preach that God's going to punish people, you know, with these things. So I think that's where people get in their head. That's God every kid, right? That's yeah. And that's so, what, and I would say that you will, you don't need to create something. They'll always find something to claim the end times are coming. Actually, on the last episode of Snappy, I briefly brought this up: how everyone always thinks the end times are near, and they're during their life. Like every every generation has thought that, like for fucking thousand years. They're not. The end of days is is not happening. That's not a thing that's even on the board right now. I've been playing fifth dimensional chess. So with that being said, the end of days isn't even in the cards. I think we got to go to so, other planets. I don't understand how we're not all on that train. I mean, they're all here. Like the Pleiadians are here. They just got here several weeks ago. They're here. They're in the skies. There are ships all in the skies and they're what? all close. What did you call them? Pleiadians. Is that because they're from Pleiades? Uh, like, how do we know? <laughs> how to get these names? Oh, Pleiades. Yeah. Uh, hell yeah. Yeah. So there's Pleiadians, there's Archurians, there's Syrians, there's Andromedans. There's, I mean, there's there's all kinds of. Well, I was different- like, I mean, something that no one gave a fuck about during all the COVID stuff um, was when they were like, oh yeah, by the way, UFOs are a thing, and we're gonna release all that shit and Trump. Or somebody put it like in the stimulus checks, like yeah, but you got to talk about the aliens, and that that has I've always piqued my interest how no one cares, and then how they did do it. Then you know I've been wondering, been wondering. Well, they've basically been waiting. They've been waiting for us to be cool with it, and and the fact that there's so many evil forces in the world that were keeping them from actually being here, that that they had to get cleared out first. All the dark forces had to be cleared out. And like I told you in the last show, darkness is the lack of information and light is information. So whenever you're spewing, uh, when I'm spewing this on your show and people are listening to it, I'm spreading information. Right. I mean, whenever you say darkness, like to me, it just comes across as like some magical evil stuff. And so I do think using that terminology doesn't do necessarily the Q movement or whoever any favors for someone like me. That's like, fuck this magic talk. You know, like, I don't know. That is my thought. Talk. Words are weapons. We have been enslaved by words. That's what that's what it really comes down to. So this is the thing. So I'll give you a prime example. One of the words that uh, that I just recently figured out was that um, the cabal used was uh, they were using rap, but they were using it as like they were using rap as rape because rap comes from the Latin word raptus. And raptus means to rape and abduct. So I thought rap you came from back- like rapping on a door, like knocking on a door. I don't know. No, that would be wouldn't rap. Wouldn't that be with a W? I don't know. I just thought when originally they gave the terminology of you were rapping, it was because it sounded like the way people knocked, like because it's quick, the way you would do a knock. I I thought that was the reference, but I don't really know. I mean, but, don't make I mean, me a liar. <laughs> but then it becomes a. But then it becomes an acronym for uh, rhythm and poetry. I, so I'm almost for sure the rhythm and poetry thing came way after the fact. People called it rap. I think that was like a people trying to reclaim the word, but. And you know, yeah, that's it. That's what we did. We reclaimed the word back. So basically, they were using that word. They were using. We've been like rappers are like super soldiers for God, basically. So when we say when we say, you wonder why rappers always say haters. 
well, haters rhymes with creators. So we're not talking about we're not talking about haters of us. We're talking about haters of the creator. I am not. I'm not doing that when I'm rapping myself. Well, there's some people that do, though, and I've always done it. I've always said, fuck these haters. All my no, no, haters. No, no, no. I'm saying, but when I say fuck these haters, I am not saying the haters of the creators. Like, when I'm writing that lyric, I'm saying the haters of me. Yeah, but in a world where everything is witchy and spells, it's still coming out the same way. So whether you say it about somebody hating you or saying it about hating the creator, it still comes out the same way. You can't change how the words travel. That's the only thing. Yeah, I don't know. I can't get on the witchy and spell stuff. Just not my thing. Oh, hard yeah. To, well, hard to get there. I mean, it's there, man. It's there. And it's and it's crazy. And it's it's nuts. It, it is. It's really to learn that words have been have held us down all this time. Like to know that shit is ridiculous because basically it's like following basically like following the zodiac killer except they use the bible so they use everything that's in the bible and everything that wasn't in the bible that was omitted from the bible that really happened and they use it to map our history and they've done it all through history and And who is uh who's the they in this in this whole thing the dark forces the dark forces Gotcha. So I don't know. I to me, like, you know, QAnon to me started off as like more of a, you know, a government thing. And it's definitely gone into the the magic realm. And I don't know. I just don't. Maybe again, you can explain it to like, well, of course, it's connected because of the dark forces or whatever. But I don't know. To me, there's not like any like real substantial like show me the shit that makes me a believer. Well, OK, so that's what I talk about in my video and my video um, and my music video. I talk about how. They basically attack anybody that rhymes with candy. And they also attack anybody that rhymes with Ron. What? Who That's rhymes with candy? Just off the top. Like a Andy, Sandy, Andy. That's why child's play is the way it is. That's why Chucky always goes after Andy because Andy rhymes with candy. It's not why he does it, but that is why. That's what we were. The message you're that saying that's was, the reason in the script the name the kid's name's Andy is what you're saying. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. Saying that he is being he is being uh we're being attacked that way. Not not in the movie. The movie is the way it is, but it's to show us that it's all witchy voodoo shit. So where does Candy and Ron come from? Like we're originally Okay, so Ron Ron comes from Oh man, let me see. Let me see how I can, because this is, this is something that you have to travel down. All right. So Ron, you watch Anchorman? Yeah, I have. Yes. Many times. Yeah. You've seen Anchorman. You've seen, um, you know, there was also a movie that came out with Anchorman whenever it first came out called wake up Ron Burgundy. Um, and then of course there's Anchorman too. Well, so it's going to it's going to blow everything out whenever I, are you going to say I, that Anchorman is somehow the reason of why it is tied yeah. into this? Because, I mean, I love Anchorman. So, yeah, yeah, I love Anchorman. It's one of my favorite movies. And now I now I know why it's one of my favorite movies. So um, it's all metaphors, man. Everything in the Bible is everything that I'm telling you is a metaphor where. God is basically saying, look, 
The Bible is bullshit. This is what's really happening right now in the moment. We are in the New Testament as we speak. That's what we're in. I mean, I like that messaging. I think that sounds cool. Bible's yeah, bullshit. Bible, we're in the New it's, New Testament. It's bullshit. Everybody was fucking everybody. It's by bullshit is what it is. So, um, everybody was eating ass. Garden of Eden. Garden of Eden ass is what it was. Oh, damn. Yeah. So, you, I mean, that's why I said I'm fixing to pop the top and just and, and let the shit roll. Because at this point, there's no reason not to. I've already told tons of people about it. Um, and the more I spread, the more I'm a super spreader. It's what I am. That's what, that's what COVID was. COVID was Ascension symptoms. Ascension is learning the truth. And so when you spread the truth, that makes you a super spreader. Yeah. I mean, so, I'm sure at church camps all over the country this summer, they're going to use that a similar terminology. Yeah. I, I went to this Baptist church camp every summer for like six, seven years. And uh, just when you said that immediately, I was like, oh my God, I can just see the preacher up there being like, you know who the real super spreader is? We are. When we go home and we spread the story of Jesus Christ, you know, so I could see people. Uh, <laughs> I can definitely see that being used. <laughs> well, I mean, that's why they had to shut the churches down because that's where the dark forces affect everybody. They affect the church because the church, the Bible is their program. So, they're going to affect people that are in the church because people in the church are so low vibrational that they're so stuck in this book and they believe everything that's in this book when really it's just a child's play. That's all it is. Right. Like, uh, I, uh, enjoy the Bible looking at it from like an out, like it's all analogies and metaphors and stuff like that, because I actually talked about this a little bit on the last podcast with snappy. Um, but, and, but when you talk to scholars, you know, that's what they would agree. But yeah, there are people that believe it, is literal and they do definitely get uh, hung up on a lot of that stuff. I know for me, when I learned that the King James version of the Bible is called the King James version because King James, you know, made these scholars translate it from Hebrew and then they chose which things to keep in. And then I was like, well, how do they not just add some shit? You know, like I, even me as a kid, I thought that immediately. Um, so since then I've kind of always taken the, the literal stuff, not quite as to heart because I was like, Oh, well, these are just translations and stuff. But right, right. I know a lot of people to them, like my grandmother, I've made that argument to her and she's like, well, that translation is the translation God wanted me to have, you know, and that's how she views it. Um, and everyone can view it however they want or whatever. But uh, anyway, that's where my mind goes when you start talking about Bible stuff. So kind of like kind of like how like in daddy's home, like with Will Ferrell, when he's like the goofy father and all the kids, the kids don't really pay attention to him or if you want to use like an earnest when earnest is the camp counselor and all the kids don't pay attention to him yeah love earnest and, yeah love earnest love earnest i think that's probably the best uh comparison i just came up with that comparison today trying to figure out other ways to make it make it work and make it be like oh shit this is really this is wild so but Try to like, wrap up a little bit. So you're like, you're kind of basically like all the pop cultural references through our lifetime of the way humor has evolved into where like the goofy doofus is kind of the good guy. Like you're saying that's like, there's a meaning behind it besides the fact of we just find it funny. Exactly. Exactly. He's a good hearted, he's a good hearted guy and he means well and the kids make fun of him. So that's Ron. Ron is that person, and Ron stems from everything. If you take the word monster, 
and you switch the M and the R, you get Ron Stem. Ron Stems from everything. So, but like, what does the word monster have to do with anything? It does. I mean, it really doesn't. The word monster is there because, I mean, you could say Pennywise is a monster, but it's actually not the case. It's actually the other way around. It's the kids hunting down Pennywise. It's inverted. That's why I said, like, it's inverted it. Invert it. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah, I get it. I mean, I just, again, I think yeah. you do make a lot of cool connections to things like, oh, that's that's clever. Like if we were writing poetry, you know, like, I mean, I think that's kind of how they seem to tie together. Um, but then a lot of times I'm like, but I don't know how that explains what I need to be weary of, you know, or like, again, okay. who cares oh, if so, I get it, but <laughs> well, you know, well, I mean, I'm just, we're just here to talk and right, let exactly. people, when people hear it. They're going to be, they use discernment. You use discernment about what I tell you. So if they hear it and they go, Oh shit, that, that actually makes sense. Well, then, you know, my job is done. Right. My job's already done, but I'm I'm still trying to spread it to people because it's going to make it easier with time. It's going to make it easier for people to digest it and say, OK, now I've had some time to actually think about this. And so when it actually comes out and the whole world finds out about it, then it's going to be like it's not going to be such a, a blow to the gut. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. And I mean, we'll have you on, of course, in the future. So we'll we'll slowly eventually, I'm sure, get more of your story just so people out there, if they're curious. But before, you know, uh, I want to know, like, what is there some sort of end goal thing that you would predict would happen? Like, is there some sort of like and then the both Joe Bidens come out on stage together and join forces first? Like, is there you know what I mean? Like, is there something we can be looking forward to or like keeping an eye on, if you will? Well, we're actually looking forward to uh, ships being all in the sky. That's definitely going to happen. There's going to be an event that shows up where it's going to be like a- aliens are going to be here. They're, they don't like being called aliens, but extraterrestrials are going to be here and they're going to show up and the whole world's going to want to lose their shit over it because they're not going to know what to think. And they're probably going to think that the end of days is coming. And that's not a thing either. They're they are simply benevolent beings that are ready to meet us. I don't know, man. I love sci-fi, you know, and it is really hard for me to believe the extraterrestrials are going to be peaceful. My mind, honestly, uh, I don't know if you've ever seen, uh, there was a TV show on ABC a few years ago called V, I believe was just the name of it, but it stood for like visitors. And um, I was, Stargate SG-1 is like my second favorite TV show of all time. It's the best. If you could watch that shit and come up with theories based on that, I mean, we could talk forever. Um, oh, yeah. I'm sure I could. I mean, it's <laughs> bad. Well, I mean, it's just this is Ron. Ron Burgundy is the anchor man. He is the anchor. That's exactly what all of this is, is that he is the anchor to all of this. So and it's just like Will Ferrell. It all comes around Will because it's thy will be done. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done. Will Ferrell. It's it's all connected. There's no coincidences. There's no, oh, wow, that's just a really cool thing that you came up. No, it's not. There are no coincidences. Everything happens for a reason. Every rhyme has a reason. That's why brown, clown, crown, frown, they all rhyme. That's the creator. But what do those have to do with each other? Like when you said that's why they rhyme, like what's why they rhyme? Because that's Ron. Ron was the king. Ron was a clown. And at this point, he's a... He's been a sad clown all this time. He basically is puddles. 
Um, if anybody watches America's Got Talent, they'll know the the reference I'm dropping is Puddles is a sad clown, and the only time he can actually speak is when he sings. So that's the creator speaking out through lyrics and things of that nature. And now let me explain. Let me do my full exp- explanation here so that I can get it to people. So Thoth had a prophecy back before before even Jesus. Thoth had a prophecy that there would come a time when the world would be so boxed off from God that they wouldn't know God. And whatever they thought they were praying to and believing in was all for naught. So now let me fast forward to Freddy versus Jason. The plot of Freddy versus Jason is that Freddy's town is so overly medicated to the point that Freddy isn't even a thought anymore. He can't reach anybody in the town. Now, like I told you, you have to invert horror. So at this point, I'm saying that we're just saying that he can't reach anybody in the town. It doesn't matter that in the movie it's a negative connotation. It's the fact that he can't reach anybody. So he has to resurrect someone to come wake everybody up, which ends up being Jason. So then Jason comes, wakes them up, and then they believe that it's then they believe in Freddy again because they think it's Freddy. So it's it's like that. It's the same theory. I mean, I like the Doth prophecy stuff you're talking about. That's was pretty interesting. I just don't get where Freddy versus Jason came into this. Are you just saying like it a situation like that, that is what's going on? Or are you saying exactly. Freddy versus yes. Jason was made as like a message? Yes, exactly. It was made as a metaphor to say, hey, everybody is asleep right now and nobody is even close to the creator. So do you think they every movie is a metaphor? About the creator? I don't know if every movie is a metaphor because I haven't seen every movie. I mean, like every movie you've seen, do you think it is? Or do you think you're just seeing the messages, you know, because you're predisposition to see them as opposed to maybe every director had these thoughts when they made it? It's a good question. And I don't I don't know. Because it's weird because a lot of it does circle around Will Ferrell and it circles around clowns and it circles around um killers that always come back i mean it's basically and and that's what i'm saying is that it's also said on the q map we'll go back and say q there's something on the q map where it talks about that god can piggyback off of people so what's the q map the q map is the big map that's full of everything it has everything that all the conspiracies, all the, you know, all the, um, it's like the book of everything basically for Q. Yeah. It's just one gotcha. big sheet, one gotcha. big sheet. And just follow it. You just follow the map. Is that where you're, cause earlier you kept saying invert horror is like, you have these rules or these things you say a lot. Is, I, are that just are, your rules? They're not Q rules. Okay. No. I well, I mean, they're not, not a non rules. I've already said I'm Q, but they're not the Q non rules. So, Basically, um, when you start looking at these things, all right, so we'll just just cut straight to it. Like I was telling you about the eating ass, I was talking about like 
and and I and I realized like there was also something that happened that was weird because I was like I was thinking like this is so crazy but then I thought about how whenever I was at my job and everybody was always talking about eating ass they're always talking about that Kevin Gates song where he says I eat ass like groceries so I was like why does everybody keep why is everybody so focused and fixated on this damn line so right. now when I figured everything out i'm like oh okay because it was the garden of eating ass is what it was the very first salad was tossed in the garden of eden so um i just think people uh i mean i've known people get rim jobs forever because i'm an adult man but i do think just a lot of people aren't weren't familiar with it when that happened and then now it is like everyone does talk about it so i will say that has happened but i don't know if it's because it was the garden of eating ass i don't see how that has to do with kevin gates song well Okay, so in Ron Burgundy, the scene where he talks about being a uh, a kind of a big deal, right. people know kind of a big deal, and he says you have a magnificent hiney, and he says that to Christina Applegate. Right. Yeah, because she does. Right. And he says hiney and shiny rhymes with hiney, and when you think shiny, you think apple. So Applegate doesn't hurt that. Christ is literally in Christina. So all of these things, it's all connections to be made. And like I said, you can use your discernment. I have a whole notebook where I've had to write all this stuff down. So it's, and then like, okay, if, if that doesn't, if that doesn't jog it, the very next, um, the sequel, the sequel to Anchorman, the very first scene is where Drake says something about, Christina Applegate's ass again and says um, that thing is like the Loch Ness monster mysterious ever sought after. Well, then Christina Applegate says to Ron, aren't you going to say something about, about him saying something about my ass? He said, Hey, when you got an ass like the North star, wise men are going to follow it. Yeah. I remember the scene. <laughs> it's good. I like it. It's all biblical stuff, though. It's like that's why Will Ferrell drops biblical stuff. That's why in Talladega Nights, that's why in Talladega Nights, you're not first or last. That's that's what Jesus said in the Bible. He said first or last. He says he says like he says if you're not first, you're last. It's like first is first and last is last. Whatever. I mean, it's yeah. I don't know. I mean, the joke and if you're not first, you're last is very obvious. And I mean. Again, I think all these are interesting. I just they don't sell me. You know, I'm just like, oh, that's cool. You, and again, I think it's you do see connections between a lot of stuff, but I don't know if it's like that proves it to others. You know, and maybe all we'll right. just have to wait until the aliens show up, and because I'm super excited for that shit. All right, so now I guess I'm just gonna hit you with the biggest bomb. Let's do it. All right, so everybody wonders why we eat rabbits. We eat uh, chocolate-covered rabbits for Easter, right? I know why. Why? Uh, because it's uh, Easter was the, – the Christian holiday of Easter was set where the pagan holiday of fertility already happened, and everyone used rabbits for that because rabbits fuck like crazy and have a bunch of babies. And so it was, East, it was easier when the Romans uh, and the English and later on in the world for them to just tack on Christian holidays onto pagan religions. Like, it's just – and so anyway, it's just a leftover from the pagan religion of fertility festivities. Okay. That's what um, rabbits are from anyway. Now, I don't know why they do right. a chocolate covered one. I guess just because we love chocolate in America or whatever. 
everywhere I guess loves chocolate. But you know what they you know what they call Jesus in the in the Bible, right? Uh, they call him a lamb, I believe. Some no, shit. They, call him, they call him rabbi. He's a rabbi. Rabbi. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but I mean, a rabbi is like a Jewish preacher. I didn't know Jesus was a. So if you add a if you add a T to that, you get the word rabbit. I mean, I get that, but I didn't. I mean, never. I mean, I've I've read the Bible or least was into it when I was younger. I, I've never known of Jesus being a rabbi. So that's just new to me. Well, they call him. They call him rabbi. I don't know that he's a rabbi, but they call him rabbi in the Bible. Let's see. So, but I mean, there's a lot of rabbis in the world. So are all of them also related to rabbits, or is it just no, for? It's not related to rabbits. That's not. Oh, uh, that's not what I'm right at. Uh. Oh, God. See, and I'm not even I'm not attached to the Bible. Right. But when when see everything that comes to me comes through the spiritual download. So when I get to chill, that is the indication that what I'm on to is right. So I've already went over all this stuff like ad nauseum with tons of people. And I even had to say it in the freestyle that I told you about. Right. Well, if I could be here to be any resistance, uh, to help bolster your side, I I don't know. I, to me, I'm of the opinion that you can't just talk to people who agree with everything you say, or else then you're not, you're not critical thinking or you're not, you know, so like, I don't want trying to offend your thoughts or, or what you're doing, but I do. I'm like, just like, Oh, I don't know. You know where this, because it's out there it's way out there and the truth will be stranger than fiction and they can you know everybody can mark my words on that the truth will be stranger than fiction right, which I mean, is also i hope movies. any of this shit happens i mean to me uh in my perspective from where i'm at on like the government and the world right now everything is very stagnant uh and yeah i'm i'm always a person i do think there's always some conspiracy shit happening um and only because normally after the fact when it's like 20 30 years later we always figure out like you know the cia was selling drugs and to fund the iran contras you know like we we learn shit after the fact we're like oh that shit's crazy so there is shit going on now so that's why i'm like i do think we we need people to be looking in all this shit so I can figure out what's happening because I'm interested in that. But um, I do think because there's such a market on the Internet, people sensationalize and, and amp shit up to where I'm like, I don't know about that shit's kind of crazy. I just like to see. Uh, uh, I just don't need it that crazy myself. But then again, I guess if you start getting in into one and it just keeps going down a rabbit hole, like you mentioned earlier, um Maybe you do get there where you're like, people are drinking the blood of people and shit. And maybe people are doing that. But in my mind, I'm like, surely no one's drinking anyone's blood. And see, that's not even I, I, that's not even the thing that I'm even right, looking right. in. I'm just I'm using it as even, an ex- example. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I know what you mean. Um, but it's like, OK, the Bible is like. Have you ever OK, you watch South Park, right? Yeah, love South Park. Okay, so you remember the episode, the uh, the tale of Scrody McBooger balls? Yeah, it's. I mean, I couldn't remember exactly. It's been a while since I've probably seen it. Um, but right, where all the kids basically wrote a book that was full of bullshit. Right, and everybody read it and they found meaning in it. But this is the thing: like their book made everybody throw up. So that's what I'm I'm inverting this and saying if people read what really happened back then 
like the things that I've already uncovered, they would throw up. That's going to be the, that's going to be the issue is like, they're not going to be able to keep their composure because they're so, they're so latched onto this, but because I was never latched onto it, I never believed in organized religion. I never believed in the Bible. All I believed in was God. And that's all I needed. That's all I ever needed. I didn't have to say, you know, oh, I'm going to be Hindu or Allah or Muslim or, you know, whatever. Just who, whichever thing you want to follow, it, religion just puts it in a box, just like the cross. If you take the cross and you fold it up, you get a box. So the dimensions, you, you get what I'm saying? Right. Like if you, I mean, you could, you, know, you could theoretically, right. Yeah theoretically you make a box out of a cross yeah so that's what i'm basically saying is that's what religion does is it boxes you into the idea that nothing else matters nothing else beyond what this life is that we're in even matters so they got us to where we basically reincarnate and we just reincarnate and we just die over and over and over when really that's not the case at all like when i was telling you about our dna our bodies are smarter than what people have told us our bodies can can heal themselves but you have to be at a level of consciousness to say wow that that really could happen you know or i believe that believe believability is a very strong thing and unfortunately for us believability has killed people for centuries because they only believed in that book and it kept them outside of actually traveling beyond other things. Like there's some people that won't watch anything unless it's, unless it's uh religious based, like they won't watch anything on the outside as far as TV shows and movies. And people try to tell me, Oh, you need to get rid of all that stuff because that stuff isn't of God. That isn't no, everything is of God. but they're not going to be able to tell the truth in a medium that is already watered down. They're not going to be able to, you can't do it. You can't tell what really happened in a medium that's watered down. Right. So I have a random question. Cause you mentioned that to a lot of people that are religious, that I know, you know, to them, if they don't have a TV in the house or whatever, you know, these people you're talking about, it's because the devil, you know, they believe the devil is using that program to influence you or whatever. Like, so what are your thoughts on the devil and, and your, Thoughts on, you know, all the other stuff. The devil is a lie. There is no devil. There's only darkness and light. That's it. I mean, I'm God and God is light and love. That's that's all there is to it. Like there's no that's why, like we talked about. Did we did we talk about that? How um, people use the symbol of the apple and I believe they so. basically they basically trick uh, Christians because the apple is a logo that for them in the Bible is a symbol of payment. That's that's their payment for uh, Adam and Eve's payment for um, disobeying God. So. So that's where the apple becomes a symbol to them. Well, then they're constantly buying the new Apple watch or the new Apple phone or, you know, iPhone this iPhone that like you don't realize that like that symbols right there, they don't see the symbolism behind it, but you're literally paying, you're paying out of pocket. You're not paying 
by, you know, sacrifice or whatever the case is, but you are paying. So in your pain in this, are you, do you think that like Steve jobs, whenever he named it, Apple, he did that because he knew of all of this, or it just as a, it was a coincidence on his part, but it led to this now to where you can say like, that's also where I get, I guess. Cause you know, like Steve jobs named the company. Like we, we know the guy who made Apple computers or whatever. And right. Right. So, I mean, I don't get, I don't know those guys per se. Like, I don't know what their, what their motivation was, but all I know is that you're constantly paying money for something that has an apple on it and you have, but, but it's basically you going against everything you believe in. If you're, if you're religious, biblically religious, right. so to speak. Yeah. Well, so religions are very malleable these days. Uh, they can be, they can bend in a shape for a lot of things that go against it. Um, James, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's how it is. I mean, there was something else I was going to mention about the Apple thing. I cannot remember what it was. Anyway, not important, not important. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's a lot of crazy stuff. I, I will definitely have to check out your Hulk share link, you know, so hopefully, uh, you know, people you're on Instagram. I think I believe, but I don't talk uh, to you there. I got rid of my Instagram. I, well, I didn't get rid of it. It's still there, but I'm just not on it. I don't, but you're on Twitter very, a little bit. Yeah. I'm limited. I'm very limited with, with my communications as far as, I mean, I'm on Facebook and Twitter and, and telegram, which, you know, everybody's against Twitter right now, but like, I don't really say much on Twitter to begin with. And yeah, I you know, see Twitter gets a lot of hate, but I don't ever know for what. Like, I don't, I don't get that either. I mean, what, uh, I don't under, I don't really understand it, but at the same time, if you don't have a lot of followers, it really doesn't matter. Right. That's it is. I don't interact, I guess, with the toxic parts of Twitter. You know, I don't right. come across it. At one point I had like 60,000 followers on Twitter. And then what I said mattered because then I was getting retweets nonstop. But then my Twitter was actually hacked and sold off to a uh, gaming company. And awesome. <laughs> never got it back. Right. Yeah. So like 13, yeah, like 13 years of work down the drain. So, you know, I had to start over fresh, but it's what I do. I've always started over my own quit. Right. Um, and I'll just say but, for everyone out there, your Twitter is just it's your boy H2. You know, just like yeah, people I, will see. S-Y-A-B-O-I-H-2. Hell yeah. But yeah, man. Um, and the same thing with the Hulk share. It's hulkshare.com backslash it's your boy H2. Um, I just, you know, like I said, I, I came on here to talk about some of this stuff. It's just, it's so hard to swim through it. It's really, it's... It's such a stream of shit that it's so hard to like, it's so hard to navigate through it. Like, right. Yeah. So now my dog, as soon as I heard your dog walk up to you, my dog walked up to me. So I guess to them, they're like, come on, it's fucking hour. Cause we are, we're like right over an hour out. My dog walked up to me. It's just super funny. Um, and calling the shots over here. <laughs> That's how they are. Um, but yeah, I mean, to me, I think uh, what for this podcast sake, anyway, I enjoy the entertaining conversations. Um, you know, like I have my own thoughts of all this. Maybe someday I'll I'll share like, oh, here's what I would think about this. So it's a lot milder. Um, but then also we have some listeners like Brad Sirex was excited about this episode because he loves some conspiracy theories. So, you know, over time, people, I'm sure will have questions and, uh, you know, we'll get into more shit, you know, on future episodes and shit like that. 
Right, right, exactly. And I mean, like I said, I appreciate you having me on to talk about the stuff. It's just, you know, it it's so much to unpack. It's just ridiculous. Right. And again, I, there's nothing. There's two scenarios that could happen and not saying either of those necessarily will, but you could be completely right. And then someday when people are listeners, will be like, fuck, I heard him talk about that on the podcast. Mo. Or, you know, you'll be completely wrong and you're crazy and then someday there's a netflix documentary about you we'll be like hey we had him on the podcast before the netflix documentary you know so <laughs> or we'll just keep it going you know, as long as we can you know, well yeah you know my music has actually um has done a lot of things too so that's that's part of it too whenever you right. uh listen to the podcast that's definitely gonna play a part in there where you're gonna be like oh okay now i see where he's coming from well, hell yeah. So well, I'm going to, at the end of this, I'm going to play a beat that I sent you this week. So I mentioned right. on this podcast that I send people beats um, every now and then if they want to use them. So I've sent this to you. If So someday this may have a song to it, but this will be like a sneak peek for people. Right, right. Well, yeah, I'll definitely, um, I'm definitely going to look at it too. I've got it. I just got to go in there and sit down with it. I've just been taking a couple of days to uh, just relax for a minute since i've been you know putting out so much music lately yeah, all good man and i will say as a bonus if you could feature some if the name of the song could be deep box would be fucking crazy and i know you're good with words but originally the beat had a sample on it of skinny saying the word deep box and it was really funny but i took it off because it was like no one will ever use that and then i sent it to you without that hook on there but if you somehow use deep box me and skinny would crack the fuck up about it you say beatbox? No, deep box. Deep. Like D E E P, like deep down and then box. And it was deep and it was because Skinny was referencing Snappy on a music episode Snappy said Skinny was getting in his deep box and then Skinny does an impression of Snappy saying it and then I cut that and just was fucking around with it, you know. And then uh oh, well. so we had a lot of fun with that, but I took it off before I sent it to you. <laughs> oh, gotcha. Well, uh, yeah, I'll definitely look at it and see see what I can pull off. Definitely. Hell yeah, man. Well, I'll let you go. It sounds like you got all the animals and, uh, you know, appreciate yeah, you being on, man. Yeah. Um, sounds good, man. Uh, I appreciate you having me on. And uh, like I said we'll definitely get together on some more stuff. All right, dude. Peace. All right. Later. Eight of the, the Mo makes beats. Eight of the Mo makes beats.